let me be honest with you, family. In the realm of project management, delegation is not just the assignment of task. It's really the art of unlocking your full potential of your team. Hey, welcome back, family, to the video. This is your boy, D. For you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, listen, listen. That just simply means, eh, hey, I got a hot one for you today. Today's episode is entitled, The Art, I Do Mean The Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know why I go into my karate kid every time. I, I just love martial arts. Anyway, I digress. The art of delegation for project management, uh, for project managers. Again, the art of delegation for project managers. As you guys know, I have a seven-point framework. If you're new to the channel, basically this is just a seven-point framework in which we go over these seven points and then I'm out. First point, understanding the essence of delegation. What does that mean, ED? This is your point, uh, point number one. It basically means the ability to empower team members by, watch this, fostering collaboration, fostering growth, and at the same time, understanding how and when to redistrib uh, redistribute uh, responsibilities to ensure there's project efficiency. Okay, let me park here real quick. So family, I struggle with this. No lie. I wish I could I wish I could tell you something different. I wish I could make up something. No, I don't wish that because then it wouldn't be an exceptional project manager. It wouldn't be exceptional of me as a as a project manager. And so I want to make sure that you understand I do struggle with this and majority of project managers do. That's why I thought this would be a hot topic. And why do I struggle with it? I struggle with it is, is because it's not that I don't have the confidence or the trust. It's just one of those things where, you know, when you just know that, hey, if I do it, I know it's done. But the whole art of being able to delegate, it allows you to free up more time for yourself at the same time growing your team, at the same time um, allowing yourself to grow. Because as a project manager, or I should say in project management period, you're always you're always going to be required to grow. I mean, if, if you choose this profession as project management, you're going to be required to grow. If you don't want to grow, then I could tell you a little bit more at another date. But let's move on to point number two. Point number two, identifying the right task for delegation. Family, uh, I don't know how many times I've seen people try to, and I do mean try, uh, to delegate and they delegate the wrong task. They delegate the task that they know they should be working on, but they'll delegate it to you. And then when you get the task, it's not what the outcome of what they were looking for because they had a set vision for it as well as they didn't have the skill set for it and it's not their fault. You, But it's, I also have a caveat to that and the caveat is is that sometimes you do got to give it, uh, delegate something that is not in their skill set to help build that additional skill set uh, as they grow and this allows them to strengthen. But going back to this point of being able to identify the right task to delegate, family, you just have to understand and learn your team and also you have to know when to make your team uncomfortable because a lot of times we don't want to make our teams uncomfortable we want them to be as comfortable as possible but as you know and if you and if you don't the only way for growth is through being able to be uncomfortable let's move on to point number three you know my one of my favorites communication hey listen family you have to be able to be able to establish clear communication and clear expectation quick story time um I, so i i remember when i first 
uh, I had this meeting uh, with a, a VP. And as her and I continued to talk, she was explaining to me that what her expectations was, which I was super excited because now I have a roadmap of what is required of me. So when when her and I connect again to have uh, discussions, whether it's our performance appraisal, whether mid-year or in-year, or just throughout the whole time, throughout the year, I know what she is looking for. And let me be honest with you, when someone sets their expectation and says, this is what I'm, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I need, it helps you as a project manager navigate the organization, or I should say the project better, because you know what, what uh, your project sponsor, and, and, and that time, like I said, was a VP, and she, I knew what she was looking for. It was just boom, 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 and I just need the re, I just need the results. And 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 one of those things is when you have that clear communication and, and you set that clear expectation. Again, there's no blurry lines, so everyone knows what the objectives is. They understand the deadlines. They understand the desired outcome, not the desired result. We've talked about that before, but the desired outcome. And it just creates a shared responsibility because when the expectation is communicated clearly, then you know exactly what's required of you. I almost lost my, uh, my deal here. Anyway, point number four, building trust and accountability. Um, this, I don't even know, if, if you were to rank it off the top seven that I'm going to get, that I'm giving you here, this has to be in the top one or two. And the reason why is if you don't have trust uh, in a relationship, I don't care if it's a personal or business, then you don't have anything. And that trust uh, allows you to hold people accountable. I mean, being able to, to build trust in which that resource understands their role, understands their accountability and ownership, it really propels you uh, to have a successful project because you're holding them accountable and they're holding you accountable. And when you have that type of system in place, it really, it builds character and it builds trust. Trust me. I mean, and I say, trust me, I mean, no point in tanking. But seriously though, family, when you do build that trust and that accountability with your team, more teams are going to want to follow you. More teams are going to want to work with you. More teams are willing to, going to want to do things that maybe they normally wouldn't do because they've watched you uh, push yourself or they watched you go above and beyond. So family, build that trust and hold people accountable because that creates, that, that cultivates an environment and when someone else comes in, they understand and they know that they're going to be held accountable. They know that there's a certain expectation and desire when you work on, the, on this project. Point number five, providing guidance and support. Listen family, when you, um, when you empower your team by offering guidance and support, when you're delegating tasks, it's it's not about just, hey, I'm here for support if you need me. No, let's go deeper. How about I'll set up, um, we'll call it office hours or we'll call whatever name you want to call it and say, hey, once a week from from for an hour, I'm here to talk. You know, you could just drop in. I'll be right here sitting on the meeting. If you have any questions, I'll just be sitting here. And being able to do that, family, I've, I've leveraged that technique so many times. And you'll be shocked 
of the people that just will, will, will drop by and ask you questions. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable in a group setting or, or, or maybe it's something that just came up and it just gave them that, that opportunity. But the importance of this is of being able to leverage that example that I, I shared with you with regards to setting up a meeting and, and allowing people to come in and out. Uh, it, it really offers, a, it offers that direct feedback and, and allows them to go off and accomplish what they need to accomplish. Just don't, just don't provide guidance and support and say, I'm here if you need me. And you like, okay, that's great, but... So again, family, being able to go above and beyond um, is definitely gonna help you stand out. Point number six, delegating for skill development. I, kinda, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it's, you know, as, as you're growing as a project manager program, project coordinator, uh, whatever you are in in this project management uh, uh, atmosphere, it's always going to be important that you're empowering yourself as well as empowering your team. And what I mean by that is identifying opportunities for your team members to expand their expertise, as well as encouraging prof professional growth and fostering a competent and versatile team. You know, um, it, it reminds me of when I shared this before, somebody left me a comment, which I appreciate, uh, where I was saying, I, was, I mentioned in another video about how I really I understand title, the reason why titles are there, but working in a collaborative team, titles really don't matter because it's all about the team being able to help each other and having a versatile versatile uh, skill set. Because when you have a versatile skill set, this allows you not to just to be here we go again put in a box of doing one thing. You could do other things, and you want to expand that. I'm not saying to be. I know this may sound like a, I'm contradicting myself, but simply what I'm saying, I don't be a master of everything, but get, get master, you know, two to three items and be flexible, watch this, on anything else that opens that if you need to assist your team. The last and finally, final point, oh, it's this balancing act, it's this balancing act. <laughs> balancing delegation and control. We talking about control, you mean control, like Janet Jackson control? No, okay, I'm sorry. No, control, family. By empower your team to ensure that there's adequate oversight while you're maintaining the project alignment and then at, at the end, safeguarding that project success. So what that looks like all together, family, is being able to not micromanage. Uh, I'm, I may make a whole video on micromanaging, but anyway, not to micromanage but to provide the oversight in which you're setting your team up for success, that you're reminding your team that you're holding them accountable, you're, you're leading and not managing. Um, this, by doing those things, now it gets your project in the right alignment because every, there's, not, there's not a question as far as what someone should be doing. Anybody could be called up to be put on the hot seat and they should be able to articulate out what they're doing because the project manager guided them on what they should be doing and by doing this you safeguard the project family i hope you enjoyed today's video this has been your boy ed until next time i'm out